I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And hopefully you're fine too. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. Uh, as with you, with always, uh, Mr. Film Junkie, myself, Dave. How's it going, guys? And of course, we got Mr. Scott McClellan right there. What is going on? I'm drinking to prove that I am human. Yeah, exactly. We both are. Cheers, everybody, if you're having a nice little Sunday beverage right here. We are, man, we are almost at that. We are on the home stretch when it comes to the Batman coming out. We have, I mean, there are people watching it currently, like right now, which I've seen on the timeline in which we, uh, Scott and I were talking about uh, before, the, uh, before the stream started. And, uh, you know, we got to wait till Tuesday. And then, of course, the embargo is happening tomorrow. Holy crap. This is going to be an intense week. Yeah. And I have, I, I, have, I have toys, by the way. He has toys, guys. He has toys. Bring out those toys. Okay. First, this, I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing either until you posted. I was like, oh, yeah, I got that. Oh, wait, blue. <laughs> yes. And I love this. And it even said, and the only reason it caught my attention, it even says it on the on the side, yeah. it says blue edition. Ooh. Yeah. Had Which, no idea there was a blue edition. I, and I like this because actually, if you go back and look at Lynn Verily's colors on Dark Knight Returns, this actually is more comic accurate to the way the suit actually looks in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. So I that like was that. fun. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we lose Scott? All right. I think, I think you might have. Dup, dup, dup. You froze up a little bit there. You're Am there? I back? Yeah, you're good. You're good now. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I have another hate relationship with Target because another pre-order that I can. Oh, Target. Yeah. All right. I, uh, connection's a little wonky right there. In the meantime, we'll say hi to uh, Captain Gator Girl. How's it going? We got Ryan right here. It was like Batman 007. That's what, oh, yeah. Okay. We did in my pre-order. Hold on. Hold on, Scott. We're, you're, we, we've lost you. You're going to have to refresh your stuff. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. Yeah, Batman meets the Terminator episode, essentially. Yeah, especially with the next one. There we go. All right. We'll go ahead and remove this one. And there you go. You're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. What else you got? Man, the internet connection is just not good today. Not good today. Oh, wait, you're freezing up still, man. Uh-oh. You there? I'm here, and it's so weird. Okay. Yeah, it is strange. Like, the, like, sometimes you'll have, like, little delays, but this time it is fully, like, freezing up and stuff. But I think you might be good now. Okay. We'll, right. We will carry on, and we will see what happens. We'll truck on. You know, it's Hardak. It's Hardak that's doing this. That's what's happening. It's that that guy, that AI. But anyways, you just showed uh, you showed Bruce Wayne uh, on with the the look and everything with the eyes and on the like the motorcycle, like when he's usually on a motorcycle. Like, or we're gonna see, right? That we showed. Yeah, well, that's a target. That's a target variant because the regular one, he's got like the scarf over his face, and uh -huh. this is one with the scarf down, and it's a target only variant. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, tar tar so I'm going to have to go to Target then sometime this week. And I think uh, I actually, uh, I, so I guess Walmart is carrying some McFarlane Batman toy uh, figurines too. So they have, what they have is the exclusive, the, McFarlane's making a 12-inch Batman that comes mm. with like a like a, a corner rooftop stand. They're oh, a 12-inch Batman and a 12-inch Riddler. But if you go to Walmart, They'll have a red and black variant that looks like the Jim Lee poster from the first fandom. There you go. So, yeah, I'm going to have to make my way to Walmart and Target um, to see. I wonder how much was those ones like running. They're running for like, what, 50 bucks, 60 40. bucks, 40 bucks. That's not too bad. Not nope. too bad. Not too bad at all. Uh, how's it going, Cat? Good hey, to Kat. see you. How's it going? We got Mr. Jason here, too. And, uh, Let's see. Well, of course, we got Mama Film Junkie here. Had lunch with her today, uh, and we watched uh, we watched um, the French Dispatch. I don't know if you've yes, seen. Yeah, it's that. on HBO Max now. Yeah, like we just fired it up. You know, it was kind of cool today because I had breakfast with my dad, and then we hung out afterwards, and we watched 
American Underdog. Fantastic. That was that last movie. night. That was Dude, good. So good. Like I was like, we both really enjoyed that movie. And Zachary Levi did a fantastic job. Such a just a feel-good biopic that had some things in there. Where I was like, holy shit, man. This, the, well, that the is a Irwin, very inspiring. Yeah. Very the inspiring. Irwin brothers. Yeah, yeah, they've they've done like when, when I saw their names pop up, I was like, wait a minute. Did they? And I looked at it, I was like, yep, saw that. Like, I was like, this is, once you saw the yeah. movie, like, oh, yeah, this is in their wheelhouse of what they yeah. do. What else did they do? Because I didn't even look them up. Uh, they did, um, I can only imagine, Woodlawn. Okay. Uh, they, uh, October Baby. They do a lot of faith-based inspirational gotcha. kind okay. of movies. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. you, when you see that that underlying theme in this movie, which I was not aware was a theme for Kurt yeah. Warner, it I was like either. it makes complete sense that the Irwin brothers would be directing this movie, and it there was good. Is. No, it was really good. Like I, I, I mean, I had a feeling. I mean, I wanted to see it, and it looked like it was going to be good, but I found it to be even better than I expected. To be honest, yeah, me too. Yes, yeah. And then yeah, and then I had lunch. Uh, brought lunch uh, to my mom, and she, she was just wanted to watch the French Dispatch, and so we fired it up. And I really enjoyed that one too. Like that was Wes Anderson squared man two point i mean it was like a crazy story it had all the wes anderson vibes you want in there and i enjoyed it it was it was interesting with the three different stories well i haven't seen i haven't seen it yet because when i saw it on hbo max Mm because when i was watching heart of steel last night on hbo max i was like oh it's here like i love how movies are like getting to these streaming services really quick like i don't have to rent them they're just there with the service i'm already paying for exactly it was uh uh, I was noticing other movies that were on there, too, that I might fire one up tonight just because. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, Wes Anderson gets very artsy fartsy, of course, with his filmmaking. And we, we it's very much his style. But I think it's amplified, to be honest, in, in this one. There's some things in there. We're like, wow. And then there's just people that I was like, oh, yeah, so and so popped up. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they're in this. Oh, oh, it was just like a constant like, you know, again, Leonardo DiCaprio. Gabriel from <laughs> You're just like, oh, you know, I recognize that voice. Is it up? Oh, sure enough, there he is, you know, kind of thing. So it was pretty cool. So I had a good oh, day. I had a good weekend. And, and I wanted to show one more thing because I didn't show it last week. And it's the Phantomage stream. I should yeah. show it off here. But for all the people out there, here she oh, is. Oh, there it is. There's that beautiful soundtrack. Oh, oh man. Now, there. if anyone's not aware, this was a special limited edition release from La La Land Records. That's the complete expanded soundtrack that was never made commercially available originally. Mm-hmm. And by the time I found out this thing existed, it was already out of sold out and out of print. Dang. So I had to go to eBay and pay ridiculous amounts of money. Of course, but, yeah. <laughs> and if anybody's just listening to the audio, he's holding up the uh, Phantasm uh, soundtrack or score, I should say. Original score. So yes. I was yes. thinking you do this as a podcast, which is an yeah, awesome I, thing that you yeah, do, I know. but like, yeah. Yeah, I always like always got to re- remind myself that I do take all the live streams and put them as audio and you can find them on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, wherever you want to get your podcasts are always going to be there, including this one. But here we go. We got Heart of Steel Part One, man. And yes. you know, our first introduction to Barbara Gordon. And uh, of course, who um, who voices Barbara Gordon? Melissa Gilbert. Yes. Because Melissa uh, Gilbert does it for seasons one and two before it becomes Tara Strong in the third season, the new Batman adventures. That's true. And uh, Melissa Gilbert, she's been in various things, but I think notably she was uh, a little house on the prairie. She was one of the daughters of a little house on the prairie, but she's done many things. She pops up in all kinds of stuff. Oh, and there's a lot of people who pop up in this episode, by the way. Yes, there is. There is, which uh, um, we'll get to them when we get to these, um, get to these certain characters but yeah the the significance though is the fact that we do get our first appearance of barbara gordon not batgirl yet there's a full introduction when it comes to that uh shadow of the bat which uh looking forward to uh, breaking down that one and uh so right off the bat title card great obviously we got hard act with uh, the way that he looks with that 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 eye that red eye which is almost how how yes yes oh no <laughs> The part of me geeking up this episode is the amount of callbacks to previous science to classic science fiction film. Oh, yeah. it, like 
I think uh, the person who wrote this episode, which unfortunately I did not write down, like they understood the assignment. Oh, yeah, they totally did with this. They're like thinking, let's like, what what can I add to this with that that has been shown in in uh, various other sci-fi adventures out there? Yeah, definitely. There was some callbacks, and and right off the bat was just that look. And but but I also like the fact that I mean, it's just he looks scared. I mean, even though it's just like. It can't move or anything like that, but there's it just hard act looks so freaky. Like you got the 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 turbine that are not the what do they call those? Like the little like the electrical. I mean, what do they call those? Like the yeah, Tesla freaking you know you know they look like antennae. And yeah, it's just, but it's it, got the 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 electricity shooting out of it. I mean, it almost even looks like representation of like a bat too because like you got almost like the ears but he got that going on and uh and then when you get to the voice too it's like oof man that voice is uh pretty strong but yeah right off the bat you got a great score of course the great score is shirley walker and uh it gets it gets pretty noir like a little more noir i think in this one especially because you have this character that you're like who's this blonde girl and then when she just walks in Wayne enterprises you get that very noir type, you know. Oh, here's the she's uh strutting her she's strutting those she's hips. Strut oh yeah. She's she's everybody's paying attention when she's walking in, just like you know, in any detective noir story where the dame in distress walks into the office, you know, with a you know, her hat and like the the cigarette with the little, you know, on the edge of that one thing and stuff like that, you know. It just had that kind of feel to it. And yeah, she just walks in, puts a briefcase down, walks out. All right interesting and then of course the guards are like they have no idea what's going on with this i mean it's very strange that just this lovely woman just walked in and just dropped off a briefcase and then they kind of just brush it off and then i love the fact that well it opens up just automatically and it's just got random stuff like a brief briefcase would have and then they're just like eh, we'll just leave it for tomorrow and then they run into bruce wayne <laughs> you know trying to get out before the security you know you know, turns on for uh, Wayne Enterprises. It just kind of like, love. I just like I gotta get out before they turn on the alarms for the night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, boss, you do yeah, that. You do that. Um, but then all of a sudden, you know, we find out that this is not a normal brief briefcase because it grows legs and an eyeball. <laughs> it's just God, that's so a freaky design. Yeah. Right. It's so freaky. It's like yes. I mean, anybody who has like a little, you know, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a little arachnophobic, you know, anything that's like legs that just that look like that, that look bug like, maybe spider like. I kind of, you know, and I'm, you know, when the fact that that Zack Snyder wrote a, a character that's uh, supposed to be half spider and rebel moon, I'm gonna have some issues with that. I'm just saying, I'm gonna be like, okay, thanks, Zack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what he does because I'm going to probably be a little uncomfortable when it comes to that. Even crabs freak me out. And maybe this is more crab like because crabs are just really freaky when they walk in sideways. Jesus Christ. Anyways, and then you got the little eye. <laughs> yeah, you got the little eyeball that sticks out too. So obviously it's like, all right, so now we know what's, what's, um, what's going on with this. And then, you know, it's got the laser eye that's cutting through things and just trying to get to a vault of some sort. And, uh, and then of course, they catch it on the cameras and Bruce is there and they're like, holy shit. And I just love the, the, the whole thing. It's like, oh, well, Mr. Wayne, you go in here and you hide out in your office or whatever the heck. And the voice change from, yes. from Bruce to Batman. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and I always what I love about that is I always love the idea that he's built Wayne, the Wayne Enterprises building with yeah. like little things. Like, so I love yeah. that he goes to the corner and it like. It, it, yeah. and it, it, yeah. so he's like he's it's like when did you go back and do this i know like, exactly i know i always kind of wonder about stuff like that anytime there's like a uh and a representation of that like for instance what sticks out of my mind is batman forever yeah when, thank you, know, you the chair took, yeah, yes. the chair and i'm like damn you have a whole tunnel crazy system from wayne enterprises all the way to the bat cave what how did that happen i mean there's there's these we need to we need to pitch a show <laughs> To like where we like where it's just it's just people who are building the stuff, the gadgets or not gadgets, but like the secret interests and all this stuff for Batman to do his thing, you know. And it's funny too because I think I brought up this last week, uh, Batman Imposter. I read the second um, book yesterday, and uh, 
there's a there's a there's an interesting concept that they play with too that that uh that has to do with Wayne Enterprises and the fact that uh Batman is utilizing certain things to basically you know watch over the city that is pretty interesting i won't say what it is for anybody who hasn't read it. it's a great read book it. and you all need yeah. to go and read it yes yeah it, when it when it comes to just like the inner workings and like and everything and so it, it always just kind of makes you wonder like just those little logistics when it comes to bruce trying to be this watcher over this huge city and he's just one man and the fact that he has to get from place to place and a lot of places and of course there's another little secret thing that shows up in a little bit after this scene that that it's like oh yeah see he's no, that he's would make totally... complete sense to me like yeah you, yeah you, you would have that like, yeah you, would you have definitely that. have that and i think that would be very easy to hide but um yeah so uh, I, way, yeah. weird thing about the animation and because you know yeah. this is the hd remaster that's on uh yeah that's on uh hbo max i didn't watch my blu-ray but there's a lot of cell dirt and like in these Thank early you. scenes <laughs> i literally wrote really noticing the particles in this episode I, that's like a line of notes right there because i'm like jesus i'm like look at all the little yeah little little dust particles and i'm like man what is happening but then some shit you know a lot of shit half the shots don't but there are a lot of shots where you see those little particles from the film and everything yeah i literally i cannot believe i'm so glad man we are so in sync that we're both like there's a lot of cell dirt on this yes very much is i was like wow it is i never noticed it so much uh until this you know this episode just has a lot which you know I mean, who knows what the backstory with all that is? Or well, just... you know, they—that's. I mean, with, with hand-drawn animation, yeah, like, that was just you, have, you had. It's all layered up and it's stuff. It's all layered you know? up, but 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 lately, like it was funny because they would on the DVDs. They, I mean, you'd hear Bruce Tim and Eric Radomski like on the different commentaries that they would talk about all the cell dirt they saw. Yeah, yeah. But when they did the HD remaster, they did a lot of work it's on cleaning like, up cleaning yeah. it up so yeah. it was really weird watching this episode going was it yeah. just that bad yeah <laughs> they couldn't really just they're like you know what we can't do anything about this one because it almost was distracting in some yes! so i was like i was like i had to rewind and go oh, wait, 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 alfred said something right there because uh yeah when it go- goes back to the back cave it was really noticeable i was like jeez but uh yeah so i love the fact that yeah stay put I don't think so. You know, it was a good little transition uh, that that Kevin Conroy did. And then, um, of course, when the guards show up and the, the the robot, of course, why wouldn't it have some knockout gas? Of course, it has knockout oh, gas. Before that, though, I just love the silly fact that it has a vacuum that like oh, yeah. the chips out. I'm like, because that yeah. went a little cartoony. Like that, It went did. A, it did. It went a little <laughs> cartoony there. That's a very strong vacuum to uh, suck up those uh, microchips that are set in something, you know. So yeah, it's got a, it's got that. I mean, I mean, it, it kind of almost like. <laughs> never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. Um, I was I was gonna do a spaceballs reference, but I didn't want to go there. Anyway, <laughs> suck, suck, suck. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just mega made just like hit my brain right there for 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 some reason. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was noticing that too. It, it does get a little cartoony when it comes to that. Um. So then um, Batman shows up in the elevators. Kind of cool reveal. You know, when the elevator shows up, it's just like, dan, 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 dan. and he's already ready. He's got a batarang, like, like up in, like, in his hand, like, well, where's, where, where's this guy at? I love the briefcase. I love the briefcase robot kind of goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's almost, it's, it's almost like the robot version of doing a spit take. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Actually, one thing I wanted to say before that, that even got a little kind of... Okay, so when it came to where this robot ends up going, there's like two lasers on the bottom, and then that's it. I'm like, okay, so it crawled underneath it pretty easy, but I'm thinking that any human being can just literally just just go right over it pretty quickly. You know, usually like spots like this have lasers going all over the place, so you have to, you'd have to... This was just like two lasers that, that somebody could probably step over easily. Yeah, 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 exactly. When when we get to uh, another certain character, well, you know, that created Hardak, um, he mentions like you probably should upgrade your security, uh, Mister Wayne. Yes, 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 you should. <laughs> Holy crap, it does need some upgrades. But uh, yeah, but yeah, you're right. The 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 robot, yeah, the, that eyeball, and um, so yeah, there's like that whole little thing that happens, and then of course we get to the rooftop, and we see the robot 
shoot off like a rocket that has the chips in it. So naturally it's like, all right, Batman's got to fly. And yeah, there's like one of those little cabinets that you see up there that might have a water heater or something in it. It's just like hit the button and there's a glider just in case you have to change into Batman and fly off Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate the fact that the hang glider is like hanging out there and it's mm -hmm. big and it's cumbersome because it, it, it allows for that to be a little bit more realistic than the hang glider that pops out of Keaton's cape and Batman returns. You're like, where the hell did that come from? And when he lands, mm -hmm. where the hell did it go? Like, <laughs> this is an actual hang glider that he has yeah. to like pull out of a, pull out of a shed and on the roof. Like exactly he's got to do it i know where where did <laughs> i always found that i mean it was a cool shot obviously Boy, they did it was it badass when i was it was a cool 12. shot but it's almost like you saw like his cape fall off and then when he just like slams down it just retracts and they were just like just do a quick edit and then he's gonna do a somersault and that's it it's gone speaking of that i don't know if you saw this tonight uh, i actually retweeted it but uh, Michael Keaton won a SAG award for that uh, that dope stick. What is it called? Dope something, whatever, whatever. Dope sick. Dope six. I don't want dope stick. Um, dope sick. Uh, apparently, he won the SAG award, and he Ooh. was in the bathroom. Apparently, when he got when he got when he got announced, so he was like unavailable, and then all of a sudden he just came running in, and then and then he was like, oh, Bob, I'm here, I'm here, and then he kind of did like a nice little you know shoulder roll right onto the stage, and I'm like. Because he's Batman. Who cares? He's, he's Batman. Batman. He's 70 years old. The man's still in great shape, man. Yeah. So that's. I got to find the YouTube video of that. That sounds hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, if you look on my Twitter, I retweeted a couple of uh, videos of that. Okay. Or actually, one of them I think got removed. So I don't think I did retweet that, but the main one did. But yeah, it was pretty hilarious the fact that he was still in the bathroom. But yes, congratulations to Michael Keaton. I definitely need to watch that show. I think it's on what is it on Amazon? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Hulu. There it is. There you go. Cool. Anyways, tangents, guys. Tangents. Um, and then, of course, we see the blonde woman, um, which her name drive is. Car. Yeah. Yeah. She goes <laughs> home, home, and it just drives off. Her name's Randa. Randa? 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 Randa. Randa. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which we find out after, you know, Hardak calls her that, or maybe it's uh, uh, Russ. Russ uh, calls him that. Yeah. So, uh, so, of course, Batman, of course, tracking her trailing her uh in his glider and of course they find it you know she sees her and stuff like that and then uh you know of course he gets shot down and it's it gets a little rocky pardon <laughs> I, I still i, I still love the i still love the line from hardack intruder rectify yeah. rectify he he means business i mean <laughs> there's no there's no effing around with hardack he's just like oh he just he knows and right mm. here in the scene this is going to come back to me going the uh, the meta Easter eggs that I had been like teasing for like a week now. How I'm going to go hard in a minute. Yeah. It already begins now because mm. I read the license plate on the car. Thank you. Okay, because I thought there was some kind of significance to it when I saw. Oh, there it. is. It, it very much did. There's like a oh, gear. there very yeah. much is a significance yeah. to that license plate. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. the license plate says R U R. We'll come back. We will. We will come back to that like in a minute. Okay, cool. So, um, so yeah, the this robotic car or whatever the heck that you know, this automated car shoots down Batman and the glider. And you know, of course, they do the, the commercial break like suspense where it's like he's headed towards a very you know sharp rock, you know, on the on the beach right there. But you know, he he probably did some kind of maneuver at the last moment because when we catch up with him, he's just lying there in the sand, waves are crashing into him. And uh, he's okay, but a little, you know, probably a little dazed. A little, yeah. little, dazed, little dazed, but, you know, he's fine. He's Batman. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the Batcave. And I and love he's the dragging part. that thing yeah. out of the elevator. Dude, I love that. I love that. And then I love Alfred. It's just like, uh, you should be, he says something about, I, I forgot. I think, oh, yeah. I wish you wouldn't be so rough with your toys, sir. <laughs> you know, good on Alfred to just like, you know, because, yeah. You know, he got Batman dragging in his glider and, you know, soaking of course, Alfred wet. soaking wet. And it's like Alfred, of course, has to make that joke, of course. So it was great. And then um, um, let's see. And then we of course, we see uh, Randa who retrieves the chips from the, uh, the little rocket right there. And, uh, you know, obviously get all that uh, taken care of. She gets that. And then uh, apparently it's something with uh, when we go back to the Batcave, it's something called wetware. 
And uh, I think Alfred made a joke again about like bathing suits or something like that. Yeah, he did. Like, he did. Yes. He yeah, did. <laughs> he definitely did. But it, it's some kind of wetware to, I, you know, introduction to AI. Talks Comic about book AI. science, blah, blah, Comic blah, blah, blah babble. <laughs> yeah, it's like that stuff to just kind of justify like what these chips were and everything like that. And then. And then now we get introduced to Carl Russom and Rossum. Uh, who voices Rossum and who voices him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there, this is, oh, let's, let's go down the rabbit hole. Okay. So who voices Carl Rossum is William Sanderson, uh-huh. who has been in an ungodly amount of things. Yes. He was in the Rocketeer. He's one of the patrons at, you know, the Pitbull Cafe, but <laughs> The significance of him voicing Carl Rossum is he played J.F. Sebastian in Blade Runner in 1982. There it is. Yes. The, the, the thing that always sticks out when I hear his voice, it's just like how sad he is in that movie. Like the like how you feel for him where he just like, you know, he, you could tell he wants to be a, he's a good person. And, you know, let's face it, like the, the certain things that happen in the movie you're just kind of like you feel for him in that movie at least i did you know well because daryl hannah as pris in that movie yes. is really manipulating him yes terribly. big time so you're you're just like you just feel for him and he and it's just the looks on his face like i remember just like every time i, I would watch that movie i'm like oh man i just feel i just feel sorry for him <laughs> you know yeah. because he's just he's being he's just being you know yeah well, and of course, if, if if we have listeners or viewers who aren't familiar with Blade Runner, one, shame mm-hmm. on you. Uh, yes. Two, <laughs> you know, of course, the movie is about androids, replicants, yeah. artificial beings. And J.F. Sebastian is a genetic designer who's responsible for designing several uh, parts for mm-hmm. these android replicants. So the fact that this actor is playing the creator of these artificial life forms in this episode is cool, but mm-hmm. the Easter eggs don't stop there mm. because his character's name is Carl Rossum. Now, the reason that's important is because the RUR reference I made about the license plate earlier, that is the nickname for the play Rossum's universal robots, a <laughs> a play from 1920 by Carl Chepik, a Chet's (laughs) writer. This is the play that introduced the word robot into the English language. Robot is actually a a Czech word meaning servant. And (laughs) in the play, Rossum's Universal Robots is this company uh, owned by Rossum who makes uh, beings, servants out of synthetic organic material. Wow. So the fact that the play's name is RUR, Ross's Universal Robots, its writer's name is Carl Chepik. I, I might be butchering that because it's Chetsnian. And yeah. then they named the character Carl Rossum. And Damn. then voice him with the guy who was the genetic designer from Blade Runner. Oh, and Jeez. by the way, what's the name of his company? Cybertron. Cybertron. That's right. Yeah, I didn't even put that together. Wow. Jeez. Of course, I, I'm, I'm going. You mean yeah. the home of Cybertron. the Transformers? <laughs> I know Cybertron Industries. Yes, man. I didn't even put that together. I for I, I even wrote it. I was like Cybertron Industries, and I just like I, I think I may have gave it like a, a, a second and a half thought, and like, huh? And then it just kept going. I didn't even think about Cybertron. The, the, I didn't even think about that name. Holy shit. There you so go. That is, is rabbit hole. I mean, that is the that is a rabbit hole with that in, in it's a robot in, hole. It's a robot hole of like, oh my god, you guys like you went hard on this. They went episode. hard. And it's funny too, because there's so many like kids that were watching as kids, nobody would have put any of that together, you know, but as adults, look what happened here on Batman, the Fanimated stream. We put it all together. We or at least Scott did not, not so much me, you know, I'm making robot puns and whatever the hell, uh, but yes, Scott for 100% did. So that is awesome, man. I didn't even think, I didn't, I didn't think, I mean, cause I knew the voice and I knew the actor who it was and, uh, and, uh, and I knew the connection of like, you know, obviously to Blade Runner and, um, but oh, man, going that hard with all the references, geez, and the Easter eggs, that is crazy. That is crazy right there. But yeah, so we get 
introduced to Carl uh, Rossum and, uh, you know, Bruce is visiting him. And um, and then, of course, um, as uh, let's see, there's like this whole like, uh, wait, wait, there's all this thing before, because obviously Lucius calls him because, you know, the chips were taken and blah, blah, blah. So we get a little Lucius Fox in this uh, story. Right, and as this well. is also where we meet Barbara Gordon. Yes. 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 And yes. Barbara, you've grown. How long has it been? Four years and gives that little chin touch and everything. And then we get introduced to, um, you know, a little buddy of of Jim Gordon, who uh, apparently likes a teddy bear. He has a little sentimental with a teddy bear. It gets a little, you know, flustered when uh, it gets mentioned. Little, uh, you know, you know, he starts blushing. <laughs> I know. And, and, and I'd never caught this before. The teddy bear's name is Whoopi. Whoopi. Which is so funny because that's actually my our family's nickname for like whenever our boys have like a like a stuffy or a stuffed animal or something that's like precious to them, we uh -huh. just generally refer to them as their whoopie. Like that's just oh, wow. a term we have in our family. And it was my wife who came up with it. So when I watched this episode, it was like the teddy bear's name is Whoopi, and I just went <laughs> What the hell? Yeah, oh, man. Did you? And I'm sure you told her after that. How did no, she? No, I did not tell. Her. I, didn't, I didn't go that hard. Oh, okay. I'm saving that one. But I was just like, nice. wow. Apparently, Whoopi's like a. It's like in the water. Like it's a thing for like <laughs> special little animals. Yeah, that is crazy. So yeah, so then we get to the Cybertron and our, uh, and then Bruce enters and he's talking to Carl. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, when you walk into this place, this place is like top tier, like. It's Look got the robots. Jetsons. Yeah, very Jetson-esque. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. It is very Jetson-esque because, you know, he's like Bruce Wayne is greeted by a robot that's totally just like, you know, it says Bruce Wayne, blah, 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 go this way. And then, of course, Carl meets him. It's a fancy elevator that is, you know, all high tech and everything. And uh, and then even like when they get into his office and, the, and again, I like the, the fact that, you know, like we said, yeah, Wayne Industries definitely needs their security updated. You got some guards that are kind of eh, and then you got two little lasers guarding that vault. Come on, Bruce. You know, if you Bruce, I mean, if anything, Bruce should always be like, I need a system that maybe that I could barely break into, you know, maybe not that he couldn't break into because Batman essentially can break into, you know, you know, many places, but you know, at least make it a challenge for yourself. if You're going to have a security system, but, uh, then I, he's like, and Carl's just like, you want a cappuccino? Sure. And then the lamp turns into a cappuccino maker. <laughs> I love the fact that the Ottoman turned into yeah. a foot massager. That was my favorite yeah. one. I like the fact that Bruce was so comfortable that he was going to put his feet up on the ottoman. I was like, more like, wow, Bruce is really just like going to just like kick his feet up for a, for a change. And uh, yeah, it just and just starts massaging his feet. I'm like, can I get one of those pretty please? That'd be nice because I stand a lot, as you guys know. Um, and then, of course, he uh, introduces him to Hardak, which I had to rewind a couple of times to write out what the acronym. I'm glad you did it because I did it, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like she says it pretty quickly in which um, we're talking about uh, Randa. Like she says it. She says what the acronym is. It's holographic analytical receptacle. Receptacle. No, reciprocating. Recipro oh, did I say? Oh, you said receptacle. Yeah, yeah I did. totally did. See, I even messed up even rewinding it. Re reciprocating. Reciprocating. Is that what you reciprocating. said? Reciprocating. Okay. <laughs> Digital computer. There you go. Hardak. Hardak. <laughs> There's Hardak for you guys. It's easier just to call him Hardak. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we get introduced to that. And man. And then, of course, we get into uh, and then Bruce starts kind of doing his little flirt thing, of course, with Randa. And I love the fact that, like, when she shakes his, you know, her hand, it's like, oh, wow, it's ice cold, which, you know, comes into play with anything. When, when it's come to artificial, it's always going to be cold, you right. know, because they don't yeah. have blood. They don't have, any, they don't they have, blood, they don't have eternal warmth. No, yes. nothing like that. So but, um, you know, which is kind of funny, too, because when you think of like something like the Matrix and how the matrix are utilizing like a, a human being to have to make sure that they're powered. And it's like, we have so much, we are, we could essentially, we have this heat and this energy that comes from us and stuff like that. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, obviously this was like years before the matrix, but you know, just the thought of AI human beings and stuff like that. Interesting stuff. But anyways, um, but what's funny about Carl is like, you get a sense that when he's starting to talk about stuff, that's happening in his, uh, 
in his company, he kind of looks up at Hardak and goes, well, you know, he's a little fearful. You yes, know? Like he's in charge of certain yeah. projects. Projects, yeah. And he's like uncomfortable where it's like to the point where you're kind of going, huh, yeah. Are you running the show or is, is he running the show? Yeah, yeah. I think he, yeah, I think Hardak is kind of running the show that's going on right here. And in the middle of this, we actually see Hardak making a cyborg. Essentially, we're like full it's, on. It's more, yeah. It's, it's. I think technically it falls under the category of like an android. Yeah, I guess you could say an android. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like if it's like trying to mimic a human. I don't know. It's like I don't know. I always the definition of cyborg android. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 the 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 delineation. I remember I. I know it would shock you that I took a science fiction literature course in college and so you know, shock. I know, right? My paper, <laughs> my final paper was actually on artificial intelligence. So it was nice. just so like, but like splitting the hairs between what's a robot, what's an android, what's a cyborg. Mm, it's nice. really interesting. But I want to ask you this that building sequence kind of gave me like vibe to like the opening credit sequence of Westworld. Okay, see, I have not watched Westworld yet. Oh, I know. Oh, oh no, uh, it's it's. I'm gonna get there now that I have no actual TV. TV. Now I'm just gonna be like, like I'm going through a, a show right now, uh, and then I'm gonna start hopping on stuff. Westworld is high up on the list because it's it's right up my alley. I've watched the you know the classic uh, Westworld movie, which I think is on. HBO Max. It's, I think HBO, it's on HBO, yeah. it's on HBO Max because they yeah. have, I mean they have the rights. Obviously, it's a Warner Bros. Yeah. movie, and they've got and because they had the rights to turn it into a TV show. Exactly. So, so yeah, I, and I, I remember firing that up like uh, last year sometime. So I definitely it's on my list. But I think with me, it kind of reminded me of like, man, there was like uh, when Terminator Two came out and how popular that was, and I was of course obsessed with it, and I got all the figurines and everything. But there's one thing I did not get. And I don't think I think it was I wanted it, but I think my parents were like, "This could get messy because it has to do with you know exactly what I'm talking about." I know exactly about, right? what you're talking about. But my about. best friend, my best friend Matt, did get this for Halloween or not Halloween for Christmas. Uh, where yes, where basically you could take like uh, you could take a T800 and you can actually build the flesh over him. There was like a whole contraption where it was like clay and water and kind of stuff where you can actually have. The flesh go over uh, over the actual T eight hundred, which was and it kind of reminded me. I remember the old commercials kind of had a similar feel to that, where it's like kind of thing and all the steam and everything. Oh man, that was fun. <laughs> but now, essentially, they're making a Gordon. That's what we right. Find we find now. that out later. Uh, yeah. Now, I want to take an opportunity to bring up the voice of Hardak. Mm -hmm. uh, go for it, Jeff Bennett. Okay. Uh, who uh, is one of those you, if you watch cartoons, you've heard Jeff oh, yeah. Bennett. Very recognizable. Very recognizable. So I picked up some, uh, just some highlights, my, my, like pers Scott's personal highlights of Jeff Bennett's career. Okay. Um, if you watched Gargoyles, hmm. which, uh, he was the voice of Brooklyn and he was the voice of Owen, uh, Xanatos's uh, personal assistant. Okay. Uh, in the Batman Year One direct-to-video animated movie, he was the voice of Alfred. Oh, wow. Nice. And then in Batman The Brave and the Bold, that great cookie yeah. little cartoon series, uh -huh. he was the voice of the Joker. Oh, wow. There you go. So, yeah, he's been around. He has been yeah. around. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I mistook him at the beginning. I thought it was Corey Burton. Which was Corey Okay. Corey Burton is the man who would later become the voice of Brainiac in oh, the DC yeah. animated universe. Okay, I can see how you can make that that assumption because it's there's yeah there's a similar the voice filters right they here. put on his voice probably exactly very does similar. sound very Brainiac. Yeah, yeah, I can see how you can make that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could totally see where you, how you came up with that conclusion because it does kind of sound like that. So interesting, but man, talk about I mean. The fact that he's also he's played a Joker, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But um, but yeah, so 
um bruce wants to you know he want he asked out randa of course because you know it's bruce wayne and but there's always like a it's like yeah bruce wants to you know obviously this woman is you know gorgeous and everything like that um but at the same time he's like there's something he's trying to get some information here trying to he's doing detective work even and also going out on a date which i thought was like interesting and i love how the date is like at his house in front of the fireplace it's pretty romantic <laughs> Like, yeah, kind of day. Batman returns with like with yes. Selena. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, very Batman returns because it's like, yeah, just come over to my house and we'll sit in front of the fire and eat some food and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. just, let's just 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 laugh so naturally yeah. in front of. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect impression of how he laughs too. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So. Um, so yeah, we, we see the Gordon, obviously we saw that being made and then, uh, there's a, an, we get to, uh, we get back to where, you know, to commissioner Gordon and, 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 uh, Barbara and she's, you know, studying, she's on the floor reading some books and, uh, Gordon's just looking at the paper. He's in his robe. He's got his teddy bear next to him. And then of course there's a knock on the door. And I mean, that's gotta be creepy to open up the door and you see like this woman, or wait, am I getting ahead of myself? No, here? no, that's no, no. that's the weird thing is that oh, Rand yeah. is in two places at once. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I almost threw. I'm like, wait, no, she is in two places, right? Totally or, just. Or, blew does, my or does the or does the no? I, actually, I take that back. I think the replacing Gordon scene happens happens first. I think we just got ahead of it because yes, we were talking about the date thing and I, and the fact that it was at his house. That's what that's what happened. Yeah, that's, we just got ahead of ourselves. Yeah, because because first she replaces Gordon. Yes. Then she goes on the then date. She goes to bruce yeah yeah but that's gonna be creepy to open up the door and see yourself <laughs> i mean right before you get tased yes oh man and talk about an intense tase that these robots have it's like i mean it is insane i mean alfred gets one too and i'm like is he okay <laughs> i mean it's intense it's like a full-on electrocution yes yeah, exactly um Ooh. but that's but this is where we get your favorite line of this entire yes. episode <laughs> It's, it's like when i when i think of this episode i don't know why it's just because you know i mean obviously I mean, now it's robot gordon and the fact that he's just like you know babs is like is everything okay she hears like the you know and then he just walks in he's like i'm fine i'm fine you know it's it's so robotic it's like okay i mean i guess that uh this the hard act has to work on the technology of bringing some personality more. Well, that's the, well but, but that works out because that's the whole reason they're trying to steal the wetware. There it is. Okay, didn't even like think about that. So you're right because you know uh, Randa, she has personality, obviously, but you know she's like the you know I don't know if it's like the firstborn or whatever the hell when it comes to what Hardak is doing, and she's very much has that personality. Maybe with other things they've uh, uh, stolen before, they she they were able to give that personality to her. But yeah. Definitely doesn't. And then Barbara even sees like, what the hell? He just shoves that that bear right off the How couch. How dare you like, treat Whoopi oh, that man. way? I know. I think all of us, even back then, were like, what the hell, man? You do not do that to that special stuffed animal in your life. <laughs> you don't do that. But of course, Barbara's like, okay, something's off right there. So of course, her detective skills start firing off where it's like, okay. There's something not right here. Um, yeah. So, so in the Gordon, yeah, we got that. And uh, yeah, even like before that, I like how Hardak tells Randa that people in high places are getting suspicious. So <laughs> it's just kind of funny like how like he uh, said that, that voice hearing all that. So, um, so then we got where, um, when we uh, say Bruce and, about, and then we got Bruce and Lucius. And uh, this is actually before the date too, where um, they're in Bruce's office and Lucius is there. And then, and then he's kind of like wondering like, like, okay, she knows something I got to, you know, get something out of her. And then of course, Lucius says, you got to squeeze something out of her. And yeah. Bruce that was a little, that was a little creepy. I'm going to be honest. It's like, <laughs> wow, this yeah. is a little madman esque A little level. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bruce is like, I don't know if squeeze might not be the best word. And I'm like, yeah, Lucius, relax a little bit, you know. And then she comes in. And it's kind of funny because I even wrote right here, um, where I have it right here. Bruce and Lucius, like blonde, yeah, yeah, like run and watch. Then Bruce and Lucius have that moment of looking at each other, like, you know, like kind of like, 
See, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, oh, look at look at this one, look at this one, and then she leaves like her little compact right there, you know. Which, after watching the briefcase thing, you're like, all right, that's a robot. <laughs> that's a robot, yeah. And it and yeah. to hack into Bruce's computer, of course, of course. And then of course they have their 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 date and everything, and uh, um, right in front of yeah, date in front of the fireplace, and then uh, Bruce gets a call about the break-in after we see all that happen, and then, like, hacking the computer, but Bruce was thinking ahead, which was cool, which he put the, de he put a decoy of the plans in his computer, and, of course, he just holding the plans at home, but, in, but then he has to, like, leave and go back to Wayne Enterprises, which is interesting is the fact that it's, like, you're on this date, and you're trying to get information out of this, and you have to immediately just go back to Wayne Enterprises, and you're just going to leave this woman here? I'm like, I know, hmm. you're just going to leave her at the house? I'm like, Yeah, I'll be back in a little bit. I'm like, I, I don't know if you know this, Bruce, but you you kind of live in the, you know, way off Gotham City. I mean, it's uh, it's not, it's unless you're going to take one of your fancy tunnels, I guess, <laughs> or something, I don't know. But it's not going to be a quick trip. No. You're not going to be right back. So and then, and then Hardeck, of course, like Wi-Fi communicates with Randa. It's like, yeah, the five Rossum's files indicate that Bruce Wayne keeps important things at his home. We find it. Yeah. Well, first, he, he says that, like, the file that they got from the computer was not the bogus. File. Yeah, it was bogus. So then she's just like, yeah, he does that. And that's actually the clip when, uh, you know, and it was funny, too, because I was like, I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember exactly what was um uh what was uh what was like the kind of like the to be continued moment and i was like it was funny because when i fired it up i'm like it wasn't the, was it the bear like when, when when barbara looks at the bear and it goes to be continued and then when it was like it played and when i noticed i was like oh, no there's still there's still a couple few minutes left and i'm like oh yeah it gets to the point where randa she has like these special glasses that x-ray goggles yes yeah. of course which you know every every kid wants um uh, everybody wants uh and then she finds the secret entrance to the bat cave and then gets into the bat cave and then it's like oh shit now you know hardak is going to end up knowing he's going to end up uh knowing who batman really is and that's the clip i was like um gonna bring up right here i like how they stayed consistent in the series because you've always had two entrances you've got the clock yeah, and you get the bookcase. Yeah, and yeah, they kept it pretty consistent with that. So, here's the clip right here when she's <clears throat> walking down. It's all suspenseful. I definitely found something. Bruce Wayne is Batman. I love how she has like a little mole. A little the mole, yes. Mark, a little beauty mark. It'll have the data. Prepare for interface in one minute. And then Bruce is rushing back, of course. The score is great. Yes. Principal. I will take it from here, Randra. You come home. You come home. You come home. And then when this he gets back. Is creepy as all hell, by the way. It's very creepy. So, you know, of course, we saw like Alfred got, Alfred you know, tased, tased. bad. Alfred. And then I love how his voice. Alfred. Alfred, what happened? Where's Miss Dwayne? Yeah. Because he, he's not quite full on Batman, but he's not Bruce Wayne no. either. He's like that cool. Oh, he's like, like in that in between. He's yes. In that... Yeah. Yeah. I assume nothing at this point. That's, That's right. kind of full on Batman, though. Oh yeah, I love I love the superhero like kind of look too. Like I suspect, yeah. And then he's just like, and then you get the Bat Computer. Scan Bat Oop. <laughs> no. What is happening? What? Yeah, exactly. And then you got the robot arms coming down and just what the? <laughs> that was a, that was always a freaky to be continued ending for this episode. That's a freaky. That's a freaky to be. Yeah, because you're like, what? What happened? Like the? Is he gonna rip him apart? What's going on, man? So um, interesting note, though, okay. I, I meant to I didn't have time to say this at the beginning of the episode, but we're in an interesting stretch here, starting with Heart of Steel Part One. The mm -hmm. next four episodes and, and when I say next four, I mean, this one plus the next three. I have the interesting distinction. Not only are they the four episodes in production order, mm. they are also the one time that no, that it was also air date order. Yeah. You know what? I actually. I started tripping out because when I was looking at the HBO Max, it's episode 39. 
And I was like, oh shit, did I write the wrong episode when I made the the, the stream and the thumbnail and stuff like that? I had to like go back and bring up the list. I was like, oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> it's like I thought I was I thought I was wrong because it was just one off. So yeah, but but yeah, but we have Heart of Steel part one and part yeah. two. Then if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? And then <laughs> Joker's Wild. And yeah. not only are they the next four episodes in production order, they're also they were also aired for the four days in a row. It's like November 16th through 19th oh, in wow. 1992. Crazy, crazy. So yeah, uh, it did definitely trick me out. But uh, but yeah, there's the um there's Heart of Steel. There's Heart of Steel Part One right there, and uh, you know what? It's it's strong. This is a strong episode. I mean, it's it's different. The references. I mean, now I love it even more with uh, the 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 deep robot hole that we went through, like that you found. I think that's great. You have anything more to add to it? I you know the only thing I'll be interested to see how it kind of looks with Part Two. Yeah, I because I think I remember Part Two and Part One. I feel like this is like our. If I remember correctly, I think this is our first time that a two-parter was consistent with an animation studio mm. between the two parts. Because this is Sunrise, who we, we've seen, I think, once before. They did Pretty Poison. Mm. And then I always remember Sunrise most because they also animated the episode I Am the Night, which oh, we're going to okay. get to. Yeah. Uh, and... I mean, it's okay. It's not my favorite animation style, but it's no. not, you know, we're not, but we're I mean, also talking, it's not Christmas with the Joker or Cat Scratch Fever. You yeah. know, like, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, dust and uh, particles. There's <laughs> a lot of dust and particles, but it's got that very sort of like very square, yeah. blocky style from this studio. Yeah. But I cannot yeah. remember if part two has that too, yeah. has the same studio. Cause if it does, and this is something I think happens later on where, we dealt with it early on where part one and part two would be completely different studios. So it'd be very jarring in between parts. I think this kind of starts a little bit more of part one and part two being consistent Same. across uh, a two-parter. Yeah. Should be interesting. Looking forward to uh, revisiting uh, part two, because obviously we know that, you know, somebody else gets duplicated in that one. You know, obviously yeah. when they found out when they found out certain things in this episode, um, and then of course we'll see how Batman gets out of those robot arms and how it resolves all of that. So there you go, guys. That is uh, Heart of Steel Part One. We'll talk about Heart of Steel Part Two next Sunday, same bat time, same bat channel. Go ahead and send us off, Scott. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27, even though I will be very quiet going forward for the next couple of days. So <laughs> yeah. don't be surprised if you can't get in touch with me. But you can find my podcast at DC Squadcast for a podcast can be found where we just dropped last night our pregame before the Batman hype episode. So check that out. It is spoiler free. So don't worry. It's just us talking about our journey to the Batman. And our next episode, which will drop Friday morning, will be a review of the Batman because we are both seeing it on Tuesday night. Of course, we're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube. And you can find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There it is, guys. That's right. So much Batman. So much Batman. And yeah, uh, pretty much the uh, the next Vodka stream is going to be a full-on spoiler discussion panel. And uh, we'll see everybody who shows up on that. We'll be talking full-on because there's no way that we're going to be able to wait like another week to discuss this movie for sure. Especially since we're all getting to uh, see it pretty early. So it'd be great. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Um, if you want to become a member, do that. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. We've got the Patreon down there, too, if you want to support that. And then, of course, you've got the Film Junkie Closet, which you can get yourself a Batman the Fanimated shirt down there. All right, guys. Love you. We'll talk to you later.